0: Good morning, your wake-up call number 436, your inner freedom. So yesterday morning your wake-up call probably was a little bit heavy. We don't really like what is heavy and painful and we have a tendency to avoid it, to not really take it seriously, to call it just a bad habit. Or just something I do or I want to ask you who is it in you who doesn't take it seriously who is it that tells you that you don't really need to go into the discomfort that it's not even about your discomfort That it's just something you taught yourself and now you can easily teach yourself something new when you're ready, when you really want to, when you have more time and more resources. Who is it that prevents you from going into the discomfort and really experience in your own body what that discomfort is, if it is there, and what happens When you face it, who is that? Because deep down you would like to act. You just said that to yourself. You are dreaming about another life, about a slim body, about lightness, strength, energy, freedom, some kind of more happiness. So who is it? Who is it in you? who won't even let you dare the tr- the try to go inside and face the discomfort it's your own mind and that's why in order to become real free meaning being able to do what you really want to do and be the one that you really want to be, that includes becoming free of your own mind. And your mind is smart, really smart. And it has a capacity above all computers put together on in the world. But your mind is not liberating at all. On the contrary, Your mind has standard settings, a default mode with some basic programs that are installed while you get it (laughs) and which we therefore all live with, which are only created to secure your physical and psychologically survival in a surrounding which was completely different than the one we have today with a lot of danger. And that's why part of becoming truly free is to decide either just to (laughs) just to overhear your own mind or use it consciously or to Get your standard programming, your default mode to get to know your default program so that you understand how it works, so that you understand how you yourself works. Why on earth don't we learn in school to use our own mind? Why don't we learn to use that tool which is create for me to take me safe and sound through life. Perhaps because the one who decide, who decides what we need what should be taught in school, they are not especially interested in my freedom and my independency. But you are, at least if you have recognized that deep down, you are the one sabotaging yourself. Or if you have recognized that there is actually no one who will force you to live healthily and good and just as you want to do, and that's why you need to take that job, which actually is fair enough. So some of what is included in the V for wake up in my power concept is exactly a recognition of how our own mind works. Because then we can understand ourselves better and thereby understand our actions or lack of actions. And in reality also our inner state. Our own thoughts plays a crucial part in all of that. And one of the things that our mind is so good at, is to be negative. Our mind is created to predict problems, to expect and predict the worst case scenario, to be very careful, to be on guard, to exaggerate everything that might be dangerous, so that we listen, that might not feel good, so that we listen. Our minds have what the the, what is called a negative bias or we could just say it is per definition always worried because that has secured our survival in a very, very, very hostile environment. Two-thirds of our thoughts are negative at least and two-thirds of, these, of the emotional vocabulary that we have is negative. At least. It has all been studied and proved. And no, none of us are better than the others. Unless we do something about it. And no no one, not a lot of people do that. But thank God, you are not only your mind. And that is the first step in becoming free of anything. Is to step away, to take a distance from it, to be able to relate to it instead of just being it. Your thoughts are your thoughts. They are not even yours, but they do appear in your head. And that's why you are the only one who can listen to them. And you are the only one who can relate to them. Yes, you can even overhear them or Reject them or just let them be if it's necessary and it is. You can't control which thought will appear in your head in a second but you can control your focus. You can use your focus, focus on something else than what you think about right now. And then you can choose to overhear your thoughts. You can let your mind think what it wants without you reacting. You can even put your mind a question to use your focus. What is actually good right now? What is working in my life? What am I happy for? Your mind can't do anything else than follow you if you take a, a persisting lead. It will automatically start suggestion suggesting a load of thoughts to you in that direction if you just insist a bit. You can use your consciousness as a higher power than your thoughts your conscious focus, your conscious questions, your conscious overhearing of your own thoughts. Your consciousness is your inner higher power, which you can use to relate to your thoughts, your mind, yourself. So that you experience that you are actually free of your thoughts via your consciousness. You are not your thoughts, but you are the consciousness that experiences your thoughts. Try it out. It can't be any different.